A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hey, chickens. Uh, we are watching The Terror of the Autons. Uh, this is episode two, which was on the week that I was born. Maybe even the day I was born. Hey, chickens. Uh, Terror of the Autons, the John Pertwee story. If you want to watch along, I think they're on the Brit box, uh, which you can now get in Australia, um, which even has the Jodie Whittaker season 12, which is exciting. Uh, anyway, we're up to episode two. Last time, uh, Joe was trying to open a box with a bomb in it, and the doctor was like, no, stop her, it's a bomb. Uh, and she punched Yates in the gut. There's not much of a recap in here. It's, it's almost straight away bomb opening the doctor grabs it and throws it out the window into a photograph of a river uh, <laughs> apparently unit hq is on top of a river um all of the security services are on top of a river that's where the isn't it like tim's house and all that kind of thing that's where mi5 is and mi6 they're all on the river um anyway it explodes in the river we see it blowing up in the water uh the doctor tells everyone that joe's been hypnotized uh and he tells yates that the master can completely control the human mind some people can resist uh and the doctor says joe is conflicted and her mind has shut down um because she's done something against her own which you know her own code kind of thing uh because you know normally you shouldn't be able to do that when you're hypnotized but the doctor's like oh no uh not when the master's concerned um Meanwhile, the master and McDermott, oh, that's his name, the colleague, uh, at the plastics factory, McDermott uh, and the master are arguing about a lump of plastic, this black kind of shiny, gooey lump. And the master demonstrates, he throws it on the floor and it inflates itself into a chair. <gasps> oh, an instant chair. Um, McDermott says, oh, it feels cold and clammy. It's not good plastic. Uh the the master gives him an order to sit down with his master music. Uh, 
Um, he's hypnotizing music and he says, oh, the chair, the chair's moving. And then it suffocates him. Uh, I mean, he kind of pulls it on top of himself. But no, we'll pretend that didn't happen. That was a special effect. The chair... The chair sucked him in. Um, uh, Farrell is quite nonplussed by this whole thing. He just buzzes Sylvia and is like, oh, can we check on McDermott's entitlements upon termination? It's like, mate, you are heartless. That was your dad's best friend. Um, The master says, yes, this is effective, but there's too much plastic. You know, the human body has a basic weakness and I'm going to eradicate humanity with just a small piece of plastic. Um, The doctor, meanwhile, tries to wake up Joe and... She says there was a voice telling her she had to open the bomb. Um, meanwhile, Farrell Senior has turned up to the plastic factory and uh, he's uh, he said he's, he's very sad about McDermott. Um, oh, obviously, he's, everyone knows he's cucked it. Maybe it's days later. Um, the master says, oh, he just sat in that chair and slipped away. Oh, this is callous. <laughs> Uh, the master tries to hypnotize Farrell Senior, and uh, he doesn't. It doesn't take, and so he goes to hit him, but uh, Farrell Junior stops him. Um, the dad tells his son, "Like you've got to get rid of the master, and we're going to get this factory back to normal." You know, I might have retired, but I can come back. I'm still got all my senses, my faculties. Uh, the master goes out to Farrell Senior's car, to, car and puts the heating on for some reason. Um, meanwhile. Uh, uh, the master gives Farrell Senior an example of his new line. Um, it's an ugly dolly. Uh, and he's like, I don't want it. It's disgusting. So the master just throws it into the back of the car. Uh, the doctor, sorry, Joe, <laughs> Joe, not the doctor, apologizes for trying to kill everyone. Uh, and the brigadier enters and says, oh, Joe, you should be on leave. Also, oh, maybe it's a couple of days later that, that well, obviously, old mate's dead um yates meanwhile says that they found the car uh the where they found the car showed signs of a circus having been there um joe has a weird hissy fit about not remembering anything and not being allowed to go to the circus (laughs) so we're going to go and find the circus um meanwhile farrell the senior is quite sweaty from the heater being on uh, and the ugly doll in the back seat wakes up. Um, and it's it's a man in a suit. Uh, Farrell Senior turns the heater off and opens the... Oh, my God, the little triangle window on the car. Do you remember those? Oh, my God, I'm old. Um, they used to have, like, a little triangle window just at the edge of the main window. You just open it for a little bit of air. Um, the master, meanwhile, tells Farrell Junior that the Autons will run the factory. Don't, they don't need employees anymore. Um, and he's luring the doctor to the circus to kill him. Uh, meanwhile, at the circus, they're torturing elephants for fun. It's terrible. Uh, the doctor arrives in Bessie. Uh, Joe pops up from the back of Bessie. Oh, she was told not to go to the circus because she was hypnotized and, you know, needed to have some time off. But no, she snuck in. Um, uh, the doctor's t- asking the elephant man and a clown, not the elephant man from the movie The Elephant Man, the man in charge of the elephants, um, is asking the elephant man and a clown if they've seen Professor Phillips. Um, Professor Phillips, I think, is the low-rent Michael Caine uh, with the glasses. Uh, Farrell Senior goes home and he shows the ugly dolly to his wife. She's like, oh, it's evil. I sense that it's evil. All right, mate. Uh, The doctor finds the master's TARDIS, uh, horse box thingy, um, and there's a strong man 
and the circus boss and they find the doctor and they drag him away. Uh, the doctor said he was listening at the horse box for certain vibrations. Um, the doctor wants to know what the master is paying the circus bloke and he offers him more money. Oh, okay. Um, Joe uh, rings the brigadier to tell him the doctor is being held hostage. Uh, meanwhile, we see Professor Phillips, low-rent Michael Caine. He's going into the Master's TARDIS. Um, Mrs. Farrell wonders why the dolly has moved across the room, the ugly dolly. Uh, she's off to make coffee, and the creepy dolly gets up, runs across, and chokes Farrell Sr. No, no, choked by a dolly, an ugly dolly. Ugly dolly of death. Um, the Mrs. Mrs. Farrell comes in and sees he's died, and she screams. Uh Meanwhile, unit arrive, uh, and they're in a very tiny car. <laughs> when they all, when all the soldiers get out of the tiny car, it's they're like clowns. Ironic that they're going to a circus. Um, Joe is looking in the window of uh, the place where the doctor's tied up. Uh, the circus boss goes away, and Joe sneaks in and bashes the strong man on the head with a vase or some other glass thing um and she releases the doctor meanwhile uh professor phillips the michael kane wannabe is skyping with the master um and they see joe on the monitor uh phillips goes into the caravan where joe and the doctor are and he's got a grenade <gasps> the doctor tries to convince uh phillips uh low rent michael kane not to blow them up um so he has like a weird hypnotism moment where he's like oh all right and so he runs out and just explodes on his own very strange uh the doctor finds his key in his hand so he goes off to the master's tardis with that key and then he comes out with uh, some kind of component meanwhile there's the circus have formed a mob and they're attacking the doctor and joe uh there's a baseball bat involved <laughs> the doctor gets hit with it um then the police arrive oh thank god uh, they take the Doctor and Joe. Uh, meanwhile, the Brigadier, uh, Mike Yates, and some other <laughs> some other soldier who's not Sergeant Benton um, chase after them in their tiny blue car. <laughs> I don't understand why they're in just like a little, it's like a little four cylinder thing. <laughs> I'm with the army, and I've got a very sensible vehicle because it's, uh, it's we're going through an energy crisis right now in the seventies. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, the the doctor says to the police, oh, look, it's good you turned up when you did. Um, uh, uh, then, uh, is it Sergeant Benton? Someone tells the brigadier, that's, that's not a police car. Um, oh, Benton's on the radio, I think. Uh, Joe wonders where the police are taking them. She's like, oh, where are And the doctor's like, oh, we're not in Tarminster. Where is Tarminster? Is that a made-up place? I don't know. Um, so the doctor... <laughs> you know, just quite casually pulls the face off the policeman just because while he's driving the car. Ben um, <laughs> reveals, oh my God, he's not a policeman. He's got no face. He's a plastic man. He's an Auton. Oh my God. All right. The terror of the Autons will continue in the next episode because we've got to the end of this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.